About locks. I'm Yesha Nasheen L with U Natural Hair Dreadlock Services LLC. I'm excited to bring to you episode four. What we're going to do today is answer some random questions that are in Facebook group posts and Instagram posts. I am going to pick them as random as possible so that we can get the basic questions that people usually ask. I mean, there's so many different questions. No question is really stupid. So I'm going to try to delve into some of the simple questions and some of the most difficult questions. I'm just going to be unbiased today and pick an answer as I see fit. Okay, looking at the group, the Facebook group, Locks and Natural Hair Journey Talk, there's a question in here, how often should you get your locks retwisted? And there is one answer I'll highlight is I try to every six weeks because as my hair grows, it actually grows away from the lock, causing weakness in the actual lock itself. Now, what that really means is as her new growth comes out, it gets puffy and the new growth starts separating from the sides of the lock, creating a thin area right there at the roots and then a thick, healthy lock at the bottom of the lock so it's important for her to retwist her hair every six weeks to prevent this from happening and that way what that does is the roots are basically palm rolled and twisted back into the lock at the at the root so that it's one healthy thickness and then you can see the gradual you know the gradual thickness up and down the lock then that way you won't see any thinness or uh, any thinning of the lock. So six weeks is a standard, but it's not for everyone. Sometimes it could be eight weeks or two months, uh, depending on the hair growth and how long it takes for them to need a retwist and separate from the lock. So if you find that with your current regimen that your hair is separating a lot from the root, you want to increase how many times you get your retwist maintenance. So if it's usually eight weeks and you're experiencing that problem, then you want to move down to every five or six weeks and then see how that changes. But when you retwist the root, you also want to palm roll near the root going down the hair shaft so that that hair kind of sticks better in the lock so that it improves how the lock is formed. So yeah, um, six weeks is standard. It doesn't mean everybody has to do every six weeks. But uh, you definitely want to watch for any weakness in that root area. Some people can go many months, depending on how strong their hair is and how their lifestyle is. But you really have to watch your own locks because everybody is so different. It's ridiculous. Um, it's just... I could do a whole segment on different locks and I may do that on the YouTube segments because you just really can't tell. It's all about what your 
preferences, whether you want to go freeform, traditional, or extremely professional, um, then you have different rules. You have different sets of rules. So you really can't base how your locks are maintained with how another's maintained unless you guys have a lot of similarities. So yeah, the six weeks is just a guideline. And the weakness in the root of the lock is something you want to look for in your retwist process. If you don't see that, then your retwist maintenance uh, frequency is good. But if you do see that, then you need to increase the frequency of how you maintain your locks, be it a retwist or interlocking and such. Then you want to make sure that you palm roll that hair back into the lock so that it stays better. Just retwisting the root and clipping it and heating it up is not good enough. Uh, you still have that breakage showing up sooner than later. So you just want to try to palm roll that in as well. That's a big major step that helps to prevent that new growth from coming out of the lock again. Here's another question. How soon after starting your locks did you do a wash and retwist? Now, looking at one answer, it says five to six weeks to wash, and then you can retwist two to three weeks. And I actually agree with that response. I tend to tell a person to come back within four weeks to wash because they usually can't stand it after that amount of time of just sitting there with a starter, you know, with their starter locks. So I usually say four weeks for a wash because those four weeks can be pretty brutal for a person if they're used to washing their hair once or twice a week and then they may experience flakes or dandruff or a lot of itchiness. During this time, it can be pretty rough. So I definitely recommend they come into the shop professionally to get a wash to help to keep the starter locks in because washing them themselves, you end up washing out the coils and having to start all over again. So yeah, and then the retwist, of course, you can come in in a couple of weeks with your starter locks, which is ideal, to get the, the coils retwisted then you can refresh the hairstyle and, and keep it training and everything before that wash. But yeah, that answer there is pretty standard. Five to six weeks to wash and then retwist two to three weeks that first time. And then maybe two to four weeks that second time for a retwist. But yeah, it's pretty general because again, it all depends on your texture and whether you're even retwisting or interlocking. But if you're doing the retwist, then yes. Those coils, the two-strand twist, the braid locks, uh, the finger twists, those are all starter locks that fall into this category. Ah, here's a good question. What's the best way to dye locks? The absolute best way to dye locks, I'm sorry, is to just not dye them at all. Because you really don't know how your hair reacts in the form of a lock to hair dyes. Um, we have creams, liquids, sprays, semi-permanent, permanent, and all these different lifters and boosters and all that good stuff that you need to do to your hair to get it the way you need to have it for the color. Because again, with the texture and um, your ethnicity it all depends on 
your specific needs. So a color specialist is definitely the way to go. However, because the industry of locks is so new, there are just some things that just are not considered when dyeing your locks, especially when going to a lighter color. Since locks is uh, literally condensed hair tubes, like literally condensed hair tubes, you have to take into consideration that you're going to be applying a chemical, a cream or liquid chemical or paste chemical to your locks, which means this chemical is going to get inside of those tightly woven coils that you have. And it's going to mix in with the product buildup and the lint and everything that is inside of your lock that is used to build the lock today, all the way up until today. So you want to take into consideration the density of your locks. If they are thick and hard and you plan on dyeing them, imagine that cream getting stuck in all of that product buildup and lint and everything inside of your lock. So which means those chemicals will be stuck in your locks over time, which in turn will eat away at your hair on the inside, therefore causing breakage anywhere from six months to a year from now. So you'll be losing lock length and trying to figure out what's going on because you processed your hair and you didn't get the product all the way out. It is very, very, very difficult to get all that chemical dye out of your locks once you put it in and soak it for 45 minutes for a color. So you have to understand the dangers of coloring locks themselves. If it was loose hair, it's fine. You can rinse it out, shampoo, and do an excellent job. Make sure it's out, do it two and three times. But with locks, you must rinse this chemical out. And people just are not doing it. They're not conditioning properly. So it's leaving your hair feeling like straw. There's no school for lock coloring. So these are all concerns that I have learned about over the course of repairing locks. And people going ahead and coloring anyway. And just going over what was said. Maybe you should be careful. They don't even test one lock to see what happens. But then again, you would need to test it for a long period of time to make sure. So I just don't recommend dyeing locks just because there's no real way to do it professionally for locks to prevent it from getting stuck in the lock itself and causing all these breakage problems and thinning problems. So yeah, my best way to dye locks is just not to dye them at all. Just don't do it. There are other alternatives. If you put your hair up and do different styles, you can use temporary sprays and that you can rinse out in different chalks and things. It depends on your texture and how well your particular locks can take on all those different products. You just have to buy some from the beauty supply and check them out and see what's good, either the sprays or the chalks or the crayons or the paints. You can see basically what works best for you. Okay, now in the group Locked and Loving It, there's a question. Well, it's not really a question. She's answering based on what other people posted about interlocking. So her response was, Interlocking is an okay method to use if it's used accordingly. 
doing interlocking on someone who already has thinning roots or someone whose follicles are weak is a recipe for disaster. Interlocking is where you take the lock strand and pull it through the base. This can be bad because as I've said in the previous posts, healthy hair wants to revert. And with interlocking, the hair can't revert, it's stuck in one spot. With twisting, if your hair needs a break and wants to revert, it can do it. But with interlocking, it can't. And if you're forcing it to stay in one spot, it's like someone going into a stressful squat position and staying there and not being able to come out of it. I like to think of twisting as training the hair. Over time, with the twisting method, your hair will form knots, and those knots is what locks are. I would only interlock on already strong hair and even then watch it very carefully. Interlocking is instant, but I don't like the stress it puts on the hair where it can't revert. Now with interlocking, I agree with what they're saying in this post. It can really damage thinning roots. And if your hair is already breaking or it's really thin and has a a tendency to break already you shouldn't interlock you should retwist and then even then do it very carefully and without it being tight at all you don't want it to be tight so i totally agree with the interlocking on weak hair you shouldn't do it you just shouldn't however interlocking is essential for hair types that just won't stay in the retwist coil you can train and train and twist and twist and the hair just does not go in that pattern so you're forced to interlock and then crochet now sometimes you can crochet and then don't have to interlock but you'd have to get very close to the root and it's quite painful to do it that way as well um, interlocking is good for those textures but if you do it too tight and you see that the person's scalp is red and pulling and the hair is just really stressing out the scalp you shouldn't do it that tight you should lessen up how many revolutions you are pulling the lock through because it doesn't need to be tight it just needs to be neat and effective once you see as you're pulling the lock through that it's getting tighter you can kind of foresee when to quit. Doing it one more time just is very uncomfortable and it ends up creating red spots, bumps, uh, pulled out locks at the follicle and alopecia, traction alopecia to be exact. So you just don't want to do interlocking that way. Um, I definitely agree with the interlocking causing the, lock, the hair to stay in one spot, but that's beneficial again for certain textures if the hair is not going to coil. If you retwist to form your locks, that's definitely the right response of what they're saying in the post, is training the hair to, to lock into place over time on its own. So interlocking definitely keeps the hair in one spot. So you definitely wanna look at the texture that you're interlocking on to see if it's even beneficial enough to use that method. Here's a good question right here. How can I start locking my relaxed hair? I started with comb coils and snipped away the straight ends as I went. That is what one person said. But if you don't have 
hair that coils with the comb twist coils, then you have a problem doing that. You would need your new growth to at least be an inch with no processed roots at all. And then you might as well just cut it off right then and there. So if you have newly permed hair, what you can do is get instant locks. With instant locks, you basically would go through the same process that a European person would go through with their straight hair. You would just use a crochet method. And then your hair could be crocheted in. And over time, as you get your retwists and your maintenance, then you'll get the regular locks that you intended on getting. And they will, of course, be fuller and thicker and more healthier because as your hair grows that relaxed part will just fall away over time so but in the meantime you can still use the instant locks method and get you some locks the same day using the crochets so yeah you definitely can still get locks just like everybody else and then over time they get thick and healthy okay here's a good question please what can i use to get rid of dandruff on my scalp it's really disturbing because I'm always scratching my scalp because of the itchings and this makes my locks look rough. Well, in my opinion, I think that what I would use is Neutrogena T-Gel. Neutrogena T-Gel is an excellent product to use because within one to two uses, it removes dandruff and the flakes considerably. I mean, I had a client who got starter locks, and even before the starter locks, his dandruff was just so bad, you would just have to comb it out and really scratch his scalp with a comb while shampooing, and then take the time to remove the flakes. And his hair was just so silky and sticky naturally that it was really difficult to get those flakes out. But when he brought the Neutrogena T-Gel in, that first application was excellent. I mean, the the flakes were removed so much easier. And by that second application, he had virtually no dandruff in his scalp. It was pretty good. Um, you know, when you get starter locks, you can't wash your hair right away. And you have to be really careful when you do wash it. And with his texture being so shiny and curly, it's... It's almost like his hair just curled into the starter lock stage, but failed to really start locking. So once the T-gel was used, then we could wash his hair normally and we wouldn't have to take so much time under the, under the water so that his hair could finally start locking. It's a really good product. So I've used it myself. I've seen it on a very bad case. So I recommend it. I think that it works very good on locks because with locks is so coiled up and dense at times that even when you do remove the flakes and then when you do remove the dandruff from the scalp, uh, the flakes are still there and it's really hard to comb those out. So yeah, I definitely recommend the Neutrogena T-Gel. Okay, so now that We've answered a few questions. I just wanted to shed some real life light on some of the things that people are having some problems with and 
um, posting. I thought it would be interesting to just answer impromptu and come up with some of the ideas that I've had and the experiences that I've had. So if you subscribe in the YouTube channel uh, for the Truth About Locks, you will be eligible to receive a party favor package with some hair oil, um, hair and scalp conditioner, and growth cream. And that's good for people having some traction alopecia or um, if they want to see if they have hair that can grow back or a patch that's been pulled out or anything like that. This is a great little set to try the growth cream out and see if you, in fact, can get your hair back. I do have the products on hand for sale, but I was a little bit reluctant about the growth cream. So I was figuring if I give it away and let people try it out. I have one client who actually uh, did a good job with the growth cream. So I'd like to get some feedback from some people after a few weeks of using it. So yeah, let me know what you think. Subscribe on the YouTube channel and I will post your name if you've been selected to get one of the free gifts. Um, I'm going to be doing this throughout December for the holiday. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. If you're interested in getting lock services through me for uh, You Natural Hair Dreadlock Services in the Detroit, Michigan area, you can visit the site, uh, site.unaturalhair.com. Or you can text me at 313-444-3002 and I can send out a quote form for whatever services you're looking for. And then you can get your specifics and price down before we get started. One more thing. I am offering training for the Master Loctician classes and the Permanent Lock Extension courses that are three days apiece for the Permanent Lock Extension courses. If you want to get more information on that, just text me also at 313-444-3002. And as soon as we're done updating the information on the site, we can send you the link and also the financing information as well for the trade school and the single classes. Well, well I hope that you enjoyed this evening and I will get back with you next week. You're listening to... The Truth About Locks with Yesha Nashim L.